Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. 2020 NFL Draft Talk continues. Yes, we're forcing AJ to watch NFL Draft Tape way before AJ would like to. It is I, (laughs) Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. Boise State's Offensive Line's number one fan, all first-round grades. And with me, as always, is AJ, hashtag Maction Marchese. Directional Michigan quarterbacks. And lots of them. If I was willing to pay for a tattoo to get you hashtag Maction tattooed on you, would you do it? If I, I, I said, AJ, I will pay for like whatever it costs on me. You get to pick location and size. I, if it's As long as it's a nice tattoo, yeah. I And I'm, I'm also getting it. Okay, yeah, I'm in. I'm it's in. actually a friendship tattoo. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Okay. It's, it's going to be big on our forearms. We'll do it on a Tuesday night. Or we get the hashtag Mac on one tricep and the chin <laughs> on the other. You know how people do like their first and last name and stuff? <laughs> yeah. That's what we're getting. Okay, cool. Okay. Today, we're going to begin our summer scouting series. By that, I mean we're going to continue it. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, with the group, of, the group of five North, a.k.a. the Mountain West, and Mac, feet BYU and UMass, join a division, you two. Join well, those let's two. Let's hit it. Why aren't they in those conferences? It's it's this Liberty should be in the conference USA, and um, the independents right now are so stupid. Yeah, yeah. Liberty should be in the conference USA, and New Mexico State should be in the Sun Belt. It's like I don't, it, I don't even know if that makes sense, but no, no, that's right. And then Army should be in the AAC because they're good now. Mm-hmm. All right, that's staying in the show. Let's hit it. <laughs> Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Going out to Vegas, maybe. Looking for a young or a 2 Don't draft a running back on the first day. Don't draft a running back on the second day. Maybe draft one on the third. Or don't. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. Our green dot marks great deals, yellow dot good deals, and red dot not so good deals. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. And I hope we have tickets to some Maction football this year. They're pretty cheap, aren't they? Uh, I I believe so. Um, sometimes they're like less than ten dollars. Can we just buy uh you buff tickets this year, but we're, not go? We're every, I swear every off season we talk about road tripping to uh you buff football game. Then we never look, we never do it, but it's always an idea. I gotta look at the schedule. Uh, one day we will. One day, we kind of missed our opportunity to do it when Khalil Mack played there. But I know, I know. But do we even know each other? Not really. Did we know each other? We certainly did. Oh, uh, yeah. But that hurts. But that hurts. Okay, anyway. <laughs> we're talking kidding. We're talking group of five North prospects. 
Uh, and mm-hmm. there's some quarterbacks to talk about. There are for sure. Uh, two. There's two. There's certainly two, and there's then there's also Quentin Dormady. Okay, where do you want to start? You want to Wait, start with on. the bad ones or the no, good let's, ones? Okay, hold on. Let's start with the big question: Josh or Jordan? Josh or Jordan? Love, baby. It's Jordan, but I'm glad you asked. <laughs> it's like Taylor versus Tyler. Wait, is that who your two QBs are? It's not. It's the loves. It's <laughs> yeah, it's Josh versus Jordan. Okay, okay, let's start with the bad ones. Uh, yeah, I, Quentin Dormady. Can I just jump in? I didn't realize San Jose State was one and eleven last year when I was watching Josh Love. I was like, he's not as bad as I was expecting. And then I saw they went one and eleven. I was like, oh, Josh Love is competent. He's more competent than some of these other quarterbacks. Quentin Dormady. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, do you really want to start with Josh Love? <laughs> no, we can talk some Dormady. Quinn Dormady is the worst QB I've seen. Uh, yeah, he's, he's bad. <laughs> he's at his third school. He tried it in the SEC with Tennessee. Failed. Went to the AAC to Houston. Failed. And now he's in the MAC with Central Michigan. Uh, my pro comp is a right-handed Stephen Morris. I don't even think he's going to start for them. Like That's how bad he is. He's not good. He's not good. Like, I don't know who else is on their team, but he's bad. Anyway, that's not dormity talk. <laughs> Sorry, um, Quentin. I also thought Nathan Rourke was really bad, the Ohio Fuck. quarterback from Canada. He okay. was my second lowest rated QB. Wrong. Okay, let's he get into this. He is extremely inaccurate and has no arm. Let's get into this, okay? Okay. Do you, I've been a- do you stand for Nathan Rourke? Like, actually, do you think he's... The, the only person I do stand for... I don't like the term, but the only person I stand for in the world is Nathan Rourke. Okay. Okay. He's, he's the Burlington bully. I don't know his good nickname for him. Uh, he's a great runner, Rob. Can't deny that, can you? Uh, correct. Savvy. He's got some shift. He's got I don't think vision. he's like actually fast, though. No, but he's a good runner. Yeah. Uh, he's got good pro- pocket presence, I think. Oh, okay. The accuracy is sporadic. <laughs> it's very... Struggles uh, to, to make five yard outs. Velocity is really meh. Yeah, the ball feels kind of. You ugly you feel the same about Nathan Rourke as I do. You just won't let your Canadianness uh, allow you to say bad things. Um, he's uh, he's not going to get drafted. No. Um, uh, although one time uh, uh, in the fall of last year, I was tweeting about quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget which quarterback I was tweeting about, but someone on Twitter told me I was stupid and Nathan Rourke's going to be a first-round pick. So I mean, he's got like 74 career touchdowns. Is he this year's Justice Hansen? No, he's way better than Justice Hansen. Uh, well, my point being, I was told last year I was an idiot for thinking Justin Han- Justice Hansen was bad. <laughs> I know. And I was told he'd be a first-round pick. I, I think Nathan Rourke can make it in the CFL. Okay. For that. It helps because he needs, you know, he's Canadian. It helps. One thing I will say, all the Mac QBs I watched are enjoyable, whether it's because they're good or bad. They're enjoyable. Like John Wasink. Wasink. I'm not sorry, John. I'm not sure how to say your name. Yeah, he's uh, he's not good either. They're all kind of the same person, too. God, like, there's like... Yeah, there's not much going for him. I don't, <laughs> sorry, I John. will say this. Of the Mac QBs, Mike Glass is my guy, the Eastern Michigan I, QB. Sorry, Nathan's my guy, but of the of the other ones, yeah, I agree. Glass, I, I like Mike Glass. Glass, I thought, had the best velocity. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's... <clears throat> Decently mobile, uh, yes. good, good, best arm, yeah. fine mechanics. I don't think he's draftable. S- no, no, not at all. There, we're going to talk about two QBs who are draftable, and he's not one of them. No, uh, uh, maybe he'll get into a camp. Is he better than Bronson Roback or whatever his first name was? Whoa, Brogan. Brogan was that his name? Brogan Roback, yeah. Uh, I'll say he's got better upside. That feels like I agree. No, I'm not even joking. I agree. Gla- Glass could be good, like in the Mac. Sorry. Yeah. No, I think he's gonna have a big uh, year in the Mac. Yeah. Okay. And good. Maybe, maybe get into settled. a camp. Maybe. Get and into jo- a camp. Josh Love, better than I expected. Decent oh, yeah. arm. Decent arm. Decent mechanics. Decent yeah. for San Jose State. No, I uh, I like him. Like he's fine. Okay, let's talk the two, uh, the two we always knew we were gonna talk. The guys who are going to sell this episode for us. Um, I'm I'm going to say I think one is significantly better right now than the other. Big agree. Where are you with Hawaii quarterback Cole McDonald? I was all over the place. Okay, just like um, him. <laughs> yeah. And there was points where I'm like, 
holy fuck, I, I like him a lot. And then when I settled, like the, the kind of the more I watched, the, the more he slipped for me. Um, yeah, he's very sporadic. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the mechanics are a huge issue, and they affect his accuracy, especially on short throws. That's yeah, that's exactly. Um, the ball comes up from the waist. There's a weird hitch to it. But um, yeah, like you said, the accuracy on the shorter, quicker throws, um, it's terrible with that yes. release. It affects it. Yeah. But the re- the release time is still pretty quick, though. Yes. Uh, and he has a huge arm. He does. The and velocity is fucking. Does. Yeah. Like he he has. One of the better arms in the dra- in the class for sure. He does, yeah. Um, he's mobile. He yeah, very mobile. Like, yeah. Uh, he does. He kind of looks to run. Are we doing the positives first? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just say whatever okay. you want to say. He is, uh, the legs are a big asset, like you said. Um, looks to run a little too early and too often sometimes. Mm-hmm. He's he's got to improve his decision making and, and poise in the pocket. Yeah. And he has to learn to consistently win from the pocket. Yeah, I agree. But uh, relo- the, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, the physical tools are there that he's an NFL prospect for sure. Absolutely. I uh, think some people are overselling him, specifically on draft Twitter right now, though. Like, I don't think he's a top five quarterback in this class. Right I think now. he could be. Oh, right now? No, no, he's not. Sorry. It's a good class. I forgot. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he like he he's a guy who's I think going to take a huge leap from this past season to this year. Yeah. Because obviously it was his first year as a starter, but like all the physical tools are there. I'm very invested in watching him. Yeah. Um. A little more about him. The fastball might be his only throw. When he takes something off, the the it ends up sailing on him. Uh. The feet are pretty solid. Get a little sloppy. Um. Like, and like you said, the wow throws—they're—they're they're there. The arm strength is impressive mm-hmm. on the move, off the off platform. Like the arm strength and velocity is NFL—you you see it right away. But, yeah. Um, like I said, touch gets him in trouble, and like, like again, where the mechanics come into is like when the pocket's crowded. It seems like he he needs the elbow space to make throws, and like even when his arms not getting hit, the ball can come out funny. Yeah, I, I do like him a lot though. Me but, too. Um, like it sounds like we're low on him, but we're. Being, I feel like we're being hard on him because we both be, like believe in him. Like where'd we're th- giving him the time to talk. Like we're talking yeah. about him because he's good. Yeah. Uh, where'd you throw the the draft grade on him? Uh, seventh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So like Tyree Jackson territory at this point. Yeah. Okay. I, I would like. I think he, he he's got a lot to improve on. He I mean. does. I, I'm also I think like keep in yeah. mind it's not like I'd get, I get I don't give out huge draft grades right this now. time of year yeah, yeah. yeah I just you know what last year I didn't I you know it's funny I think I'm giving out less draft grades but like when I like a guy I'll give him a nice grade <laughs> I give Cole fourth or fifth round I I think there's a lot there um, but like I said it's it's a very unpolished product mm-hmm. all right the other quarterback worth talking about though Jordan Love yeah. I'm very much in on Jordan Love. He currently as, as currently as sits as my quarterback three, uh, behind just Justin Herbert and Tua Tagovailoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I gotta learn to say his name. Tua. Uh, I think Jordan Love has big time velocity, NFL arm. He's a really yeah. smart decision maker. Really good ball placement on the short throws. Yeah. Um, his mechanics need some improvement. Um. At times, he struggles with touch throws. But really, over- I, I think. He- but overall, I think this is a guy who can be a first round pick. I agree. I, like I-, I don't have a first round grade on him, but I see him getting there. And I just to throw a comp because I have a comp in mind with him is Jimmy Garoppolo. I was really hoping you had a comp, and I'm glad uh, you do. Thanks. That's interesting. Um, and you see some of that Garoppolo stuff. Like I think the ball comes out of his hand really pretty. Um. Like you said, he, he's good at placing the ball. He knows where to do it, and he can do it. Lots of quarterbacks just can't. Uh, I, if he does a little funny stuff, like uh, notice he manipulates his release point a little um, just to help the placement, especially on short throws again. Uh, I think I'm a little happier with the mechanics than you are. Um, I think like he's the, not he's not Cole McDonald mechanic bad. No. Like I don't even think he's bad. I just think he could tighten up his. Uh, like you're looking at him, like 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 yeah, like he's. I'm he's, just being he's, critical because I think he's so good. Exactly, yeah. 
Um, I think the feet are pretty clean, pretty smooth, but they get a little messy at the point of release. Uh, that can get cleaned up. Uh, throws under pressure, you can do big time. And like I said, I think the touch is there. Um, he also uses it, he uses his movement ability to supplement mm-hmm. the pass rather than be a guy who's he doesn't look to run like he'll get into the pocket and be on the move, but he keeps his eyes downfield, yeah, and looking to throw. Yeah, um, some negatives. I think he, he tries to do too much at times, forces I, balls. Yeah. Um, but like you said, going to breaking the pocket, he can make some beautiful throws on the run and off platform. Really well built too. I like him a lot. Um, I, I, I have a late first round grade on him right now. Okay, that I have like three total first round grades just in the world. Yeah. Right now, <laughs> but I, I do have a third round grade on him, which is quite high for me right now, especially right with now. A, especially yeah. with a quarterback. Yeah, I know it's it's hard to slap a first round grade on a quarterback this time of year. Yeah, I have none. Not even Herbert? Uh, not right now. That's fair. I get it. Like, you want to see a big jump this year. Anyways, we're not talking uh, Pac-12 football. Yeah. I like love a lot. I like love a lot. But next, but next week we're talking Pac-12 football. Oh, wait. Two weeks from now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot about the mighty AAC. The mighty AAC. <sighs> uh, yeah, but I do think Jordan Love can be a first-round pick. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, to me, like, right now he's significantly better than the Jake Fromms of the world. I don't know who else mm-hmm. is kind of in that after Tua Herbert tier other than – from in terms of what people are saying, I don't think. Yeah. I guess Eason, but we haven't seen well, Eason play football in a while. Yeah, Eason's a big wait and see, but the, the tools are there. Anyways, we'll talk uh, Eason later. You want to talk some running backs? Kind of, I guess. <laughs> another year, another San Diego State running back. Do they just alternate between uh, Donnell Pumphreys and Rashad Penny's? Yeah, so when Juwan Washington turns, or go, like, is in the NFL after this year, they're just going to have like a, a bigger Penny. back. And then yeah. I mean, they're a small one. I like uh, Juwan Washington more than I like Danielle Pumphrey. I'll say that. I, dude, you know what happened with me? I, I, I've fallen for these San Diego State running backs before, and I'm, I'm not going to let Washington get me right now. Their O-line's always so massive, it, though. And it's just like they're well coached. All they, they can do to, is run block, but like they're really good at it. I, I gave Washington a UDFA grade, but uh, there's there's something there. Okay, I just don't want to I give him right a seventh-round grade. Okay, I'm cool I, with it. I think he can be that, um, that change of pace satellite type back in the NFL. Interesting like, size. I, he reminds me of Jalen Richard. Interesting. Um, he catches the ball well. He's got he really good uh, short area quickness. I don't think he's like a home run hitter. Like I think he no. lacks some burst. Obviously, he lacks some power. But he, he's elusive enough, enough. He has some contact balance. He cannot pass block, but hey. No, he can't. But good thing San Diego State doesn't throw the ball. They don't. Uh, 5'7", 190, by the way, for the listeners. That's his size. Heck yeah, it is. Kind of, kind of thick though. Like he looks like a thick. He, he makes Danelle Pumphrey look much thick. smaller. I'm sorry, no, he he looks, Pumphrey looks small. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's some. I like him. I just don't want to. I don't want to fall for it, Rob. Not again. Uh, is it, do you have a back rated higher than him? Uh, yeah. Okay. You know, I uh, I got two draftables. I got I got two, but Joel Washington's one of them. I uh, okay, so I think the one we're gonna uh, disagree we, on. I uh, are we doing agree or disagree first? Disagree. Disagree. I'm guessing it's Jonathan Ward. No, I liked him last year though, but he lost I, his starting job. Uh, liked I, him last summer. Sorry. I liked him last summer too for like that point in time. Is do you like Gerald Bright? Yeah, I like Bright. He's uh he's very much the same person as Darwin Thompson. He is. <laughs> like I have I, a seventh round grade on him. I uh, similar idea to Juwan Washington. Mm-hmm. I, th- I like his contact balance a lot, though. Yeah, that's. I think that's a separation for me. Also, catch the ball well. I think he has more burst. Yep. Um, I think he's. Uh, le- his vision is a big question for me. Um, it's hard with that. He also can't game, pass block, but I mean, yeah, he's also tiny. Yeah, he's five nine one ninety. That uh, that off the sorry, that run game is kind of hard to tell with vision. Lots of just like sweeps with um. Two guards pulling, and it's like easy open holes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting how similar his skill set is to Darwin Thompson's, though. Dude, like I remember last year. Um, He's also I'm worth mentioning. He played wide receiver, wide receiver. for his first three years on campus. Yeah, that that intrigues me. Um, they have a lot of those like shorter, quicker dudes. Like and it was Thompson, Bright. Uh, I think Davis, the receivers like that too. Kind of an interesting offense. Um, and obviously they lost Raymond and 
Thompson. But that's going to be interesting to see what's around Jordan Love this year. But, uh, yeah, I like him. Um, quickly, go back to Ward. Yeah, um, I did like him last summer. He's I still, like, it, it'll be interesting to see what they, like, how, how he's used this year. Especially because you mentioned, we both thought, as I remember last summer, that he would take a big leap and be, like, kind of the dude for Central Michigan. But he lost the job, yeah. Exactly. So it'll be interesting to see what goes on this year. Mm-hmm. But I do like his elusiveness, and I think he catches the ball well, so... He, he very yeah he catches the ball very well. All my positives with this group of running backs is like they're all similar. Like I see them all as that change of pace satellite type back is their way of entering the league. Yes. Uh, um, okay, I'm gonna jump to the guy I like now. Hold on, Tyson Williams, right? No, what? He's awful. Yeah, uh, I just want to tell you that the started at Texas Tech, then went to North Carolina. No, he did to not. That's a mistake on college it's football a, reference. Oh, college football so reference. He's a senior wide receiver in 2012. You thought that was the same guy? No, it doesn't say that. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's wrong. You're right. I know. A photographic college football reference memory. Did he start in North, North yeah, Carolina? Yeah, but he did go to North Carolina, South Carolina, and now he's at BYU. So on his third school. Yeah. Okay. He's the dormity of running backs. Yeah, he's, he's bad. Good. Yeah, he's not good. Uh, you don't like Levante Bellamy? No, he's my number one back. But you just said you have two draft. Oh wait, this is the guy we agree on, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm getting all confused here. Okay, yeah. But Bellamy, uh, he he's he's got some juice. He does. Um, again, uh, another X receiver, right? Yeah, catch the ball. See, they're all like, no, not that they're not all created equally, but they're all similar idea. Very much. And like with Bellamy, he's built like a receiver, though. Yeah. Five nine. Yeah, he's gonna one, make his money as the, like uh, the satellite for yes. sure. Because, like you said, lots of juice. Like it's only five nine one eighty five. Yeah. Apparently, runs a four three two though. Yeah. Um, he rips a huge touchdown run against Syracuse. Follow me on Twitter, and you can see it. Rob Paul NFL. He had another uh, big run against them too. Nice yeah, one. Really good quickness, uh, yeah. especially in the hole. Yeah, lateral agility is good. Twitchy, like you said. Like in the right scheme and role, you're gonna get. A, he's gonna be a player, I think. Like he obviously, he, like he's not gonna break that many arm tackles. He's not gonna wow you with power. No, contact he goes down anything. pretty easy. Yeah, but yeah. using him correctly, I think you've got a player there. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, like you said, super boomer boomer boss too. Um, and th- he needs to work on the pass pro because that's his ticket to the league. Which, but. which yeah, that's the like for me. Washington, Bellamy, Ward, Bright, they're all, they all catch Similar. the ball pretty well. They do, yeah. And they're all interesting, but, but they all are bad ba- in pass pro. They're all really small, so yeah. they need to be in the right roles. But, uh, yeah, Bellamy and Washington, I would say, are my guys, and yours are Bellamy and Bright. Bright, yeah, and I, I gave a sixth, seventh round uh, grade to Bellamy. And Yeah, me too, me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're both hoping we can get that bounce back from Ward. Uh, yeah, he was he was good two years ago. It was ago. interesting, yeah. Um, I'm not giving up yet. I want to see a lot more of Bellamy. I, I know he had a really good year, not too much to out there, so I just want to see a lot more of him. Yeah. He, uh, yeah well, he was split in time last year, too, right? Mm-hmm, with now he's the, he's the guy in the backfield. Yeah. Uh, okay, wide receivers. Uh, the, just just three to talk about, all from the Mountain West. Uh, interesting Kim, guys. <laughs> We we only we only talk the guys we got tape on. I'm sorry. So if there's a Mac receiver out there who's really good, tweet it. Tweet him <laughs> you know at us, and we'll try and find tape. You know what's funny? What? I gave a draftable grade to all three of them. I like all three. I don't have a draftable on all three, but I like I, all three. I gave well two late seventh and one sixth seventh round. I'm always playing to the Boise State crowd though. Hightower's my number one. If you want to get there, I just I've got a big Boise State following on Twitter. So do you actually? They're they like. Anytime I tweet about them, like some page with a bunch of boys, like a Boise State specific page retweets me, and then the tweet blows up. So yeah, may, maybe I'm just pretending I like players now for retweets, but <laughs> lots of Boise guys talk. Anyway, sorry. Let's start with Hightower, uh, the Boise State wide receiver. Hightower first of all, uh, I didn't go in with like big expectations or anything. Me neither. I but he's got them. speed for days. He does. He's he's tallish and wiry, but uh, and doesn't run a whole lot of <laughs> no routes. No. But he's got that X factor of he's got blazing speed um, and just separates all day deep. Yeah, six two one eighty three. Like you said, fast as hell. Uh, it's easy speed. It's legit speed. He's a bullet off the line. It's straight line only though. He's not super agile. The hands are meh. 
I think with like when the ball's there, he can catch it. But with the more difficult catches, he yeah, he's like not struggles. making like spectacular grabs or anything. Mm-hmm. And like you said, uh, okay, I'm trying to coin a new phrase here, Rob. Okay, yeah. let me know if it, we can edit this out if it's not good. Okay, he's a nine-trick pony. I'm not going to edit it out because I don't have time for it, but I would if I could. <laughs> I'm kidding. I like that nine-trick pony. That's smart because it's a play on the nine rep. <laughs> Very That's clever. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, he uh, there. He's got a chance. I don't know who the quarterback is in Boise State, but he's. He, I think he put up huge like numbers just with that speed. You know, he kind of felt like this time last year, uh, Winfrey from Colorado. I felt that too. Yeah. Kind of only when runs it, the nine, wins it with it a lot, but. Yeah, we, like, we liked it at this point last year, then got forgotten, and then ended up getting drafted. So. Yeah. Um, and, and Bird's an outside guy. I mean, sorry, Hightower's an outside guy. <laughs> Jumping yeah. to Bird now, who's 5'9", 175, Hawaii <sighs> slot receiver. Him and John yeah. Ursua were the guys in Hawaii last year. Ursua, rookie uh, of the year this year, you heard it first. I think uh, Bird and McDonald are going to probably be one of the top connections in the Mountain West this year. I yep. like Bird. I like Bird, too. I, I Like I said, I gave him a late 7th round grade. I don't think he's as crafty as Ursua, but he's more athletic. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, nice release. He's quick off the line. He, he's got some, you know, those stutter steps. and yeah, he can separate it with speed deep. Yeah. Um, he, uh, not a big catch radius. Obviously, comes with his size. Uh, needs to play better through contact. Yeah, but uh, he, athleticism from the slot and uh, slippery after the catch too. Yeah, yeah, he can make plays after the catch definitely. Well, I, like like going back to the catch radius, I uh, I thought his hands were inconsistent. Yeah, like sometimes out of the frame he's making nice catches, but I felt like he was a bit of a body catch overall. Yeah, but uh, no, it's like he was on the crisp the the cusp of getting a draftable grade, and I'm like you know what, I like him. Give him a lead second. Just in that offense, I think he'll, especially with Ursua gone, he could put up massive numbers. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Okay, now this is the guy I have third out of the three. I, but uh, I think, I think has by far the highest ceiling. Yeah, that's kind of why I slapped him up there. And, and like, I think Bird and Hightower, like, they're not going to you know do more than I expect. Like, they're not going to move yeah. much. What, I agree. Like they're gonna take on bigger roles and whatnot, but like they're gonna end up late day three guys. Yeah. Warren Jackson from Colorado State, although he's not there yet, and he's he's also only a true junior. Yes. Which is really important. Those other two guys are redshirt seniors. Uh, but Warren Jackson from Colorado State, six yeah. six two twenty. Uh, with uh, separation speed. Yeah. Uh, really interesting. I don't know if he's. Do you think he's two twenty? No. But, he looks lean. Like man. I think he's like six six two oh five. Yeah, I do too. But the the height the height's there. I'm not saying he's not six six. Maybe six five. You know, he, you can t- he stands out on tape because of his height for sure. Though. Yeah, he does. Uh, I want to see more of him, but the the size and the speed are really interesting. Uh, Doesn't run very many routes. No, no. Um, needs the to work hands- on his release. Doesn't. Yeah. He he's got the tools. You know what's interesting. Mm. I was like, how does this guy with all this athleticism and size end up at Colorado State? And so, like, I, I looked and I read his player page, and I thought, like, maybe he was a junior college guy and ended up there, whatever. Uh, he was, like, a legit recruiter at a high school and picked Colorado State over Pac-12 schools. Interesting. He was a four-star, and he was, like, uh, where was he? He was, like, the 10th-rated receiver in, like, California or something. Really? Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um I want to see more, like I said. Hands are pretty solid. With Preston Williams gone this year, too, Warren Jackson's going to be the number one. Like, he's the best player on that team, probably. Uh, at least, As yeah. far as I know. Yeah, yeah as far as I know. Uh, and so, like, he should be putting up huge numbers. Like, think about the numbers Preston Williams was putting up last year. Like, yeah. Warren Jackson's going to take all of that, all those target shares, baby. That's analytic word. <laughs> yeah, I like him. He's, he's like I said, the frame is really interesting. And he's he's fast. I got that's why I threw the late seventh on him because uh, mm-hmm. if, when he when he takes off, I can see how a draftable grade on him. He's smart, but yeah, no, I can seriously see like maybe it's not this year, but the year after where he's like at at least in like the fourth or fifth round conversation. Yeah, it, it makes sense very, unless he like he falls apart. Yeah, but. but he's a very intriguing player for sure. Yes, I don't think he comes out after this year, but uh, yeah. Oh, well, that's what your sources in Colorado Springs are telling you? Mm-hmm. Big sources, Colorado Springs. Thought so. Um, okay. There's one tight end. Yeah. From tight is. end you, baby. B. 
BYU's Matt Bushman. Do you like him? Yeah. I like him. He's good. He's interesting, right? He's Dennis Pitta type of tight end. <laughs> I think uh, he's a little older too, though, eh? Because um, of a th- mission trip, I believe. I wanted. I was looking for that because I figured. I think he's I, like twenty-four. Mm, okay. Uh, so Hayden Hurst comp instead of Pitta. No, yeah. no, Pitta was that old. old. Pitta was old too, and also the, to BYU. So he's good. I know. I know. He's going to be a Raven. Is what you're telling me. Yo, you, I mean, that, that was a given. And any tight end we talk about is probably going to be a Raven. <laughs> That's true. Okay, uh, where do you want to start with Matt Bushman? I'm just trying to pull up his age really quickly so you okay. can talk. Uh, okay, we'll start with the blocking. He, in line, like, most of the time, so that's good. Uh, really willing. He plays with an edge. Age not listed, okay. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Uh, plays with an 24. edge. Probably. It's pretty mean. I, like, he's a good blocker. He's Compton. I, I think he's in super technically sound. Um, I think he's a little high and off balance at times. Just got to get more consistent, but I think he can piece it together and be a really solid blocker. Yeah, like like you said, the the, the things are there that you look for, even if yeah. he's not there yet. At least he's playing in line and uh, effort is there, which is yeah, and just just a couple bad college blocking tight ends, and he's not yeah. bad, but like most are, he, and most exactly. lack effort. I uh, think he's a good college blocking tight end. You just got to clean up a couple things in the passing game. Decent hands. Yeah, inconsistent uh, too. Yes, not a great route runner. No, it doesn't do much. Like he I, moves well, but he's just not a great route runner. I like his catch radius and ability to play, uh, make catches through contact. Yeah, like the stuff is there. Like that, I could see him b- being like a, a day three tight end for sure. I agree. I give him a six hundred. I give him a seventh. Okay, okay. so we're all yeah. about the same page. Like I, I think. Like last week, we had Harrison Bryant when we were talking tight ends. Mm-hmm. Wait, was it right? I'm not losing my mind, right? Bryant, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week was the Sun Belt. Yeah, we had Harrison Bryant, and I think um, with those two, just because they're the basically the only two tight ends we've talked about, um, Br- Bryant Scott is the big slot athletic yeah. guy versus Bushman's that classic inline guy. Exactly. I, I compared them both to form or. To Raven tight ends, Bushman with Pitta and Bryant with Mark Andrews. Um, but Bushman is that more classic tight, inline tight end guy for sure. Uh, I, I think he's going to get drafted. So I do like, too. And he's only Richard Jr. I and mean, he's like yeah. 20, he's like 35, but maybe. We don't know. I, I should stop saying things like that. Uh, but Probably, right? But that's okay. Because, AJ, summer's the best time of the year. Yeah. We're talking vacation, the beach, Lots of sun, and of course, sports. While you're sipping on your favorite beverage by the pool, why not get on get? Why not get a little action on the game? <laughs> Sorry, wasn't sure what games they were talking about. Whether you like MLB, MMA, golf, or anything else, my bookie is the place to bet. Their mobile site is easy to use and allows you to make bets from anywhere. No hassle, no waiting in line, no need to get off the couch. Now is the perfect time to replenish your bank account. After that vacation, to make sure you've got plenty of bankroll come football season. Maybe you want to drop a futures bet on next year's NBA champions, or back to your fa- back your favorite player to win the Heisman Trophy. I got Heisman odds. Maybe I'll, we'll talk about them someday. I tweeted them out though. Uh, my bookie wants you to have as much fun as possible this summer. And what's more fun than winning money while watching sports? Just visit mybookie.ag today to get started. Then try your luck at outsmarting the odds makers. But wait, if you deposit with promo code HEAVEN today, my bookie will give you a 50% deposit bonus. That's promo code HEAVEN. And my bookie, you play, you win, you get paid, my bookie. Okay. <sighs> Let me ask you. Yes. We're moving on to the offensive line. Yes, we are. Any non Boise State, because I know that's your brand now, uh, offensive lineman to catch your eye. How many? Or did yeah. any? Did any. Well, all the Boise State guys I watched caught my eye. No, me too, but everyone else. Uh, I didn't I, I've, I didn't mind a... Wait, that's a Boise State guy. I didn't mind a few guys. Draftables? Two guys, two guys. Two guys. Okay. Two guys. Okay, who? Uh, Jake Nelson at Nevada, but he's got to play guard. Classic Nevada, yeah. And Troy Kowalski at San Jose State. Good old uh, Polish name there. I like that. Um... Draftable? Did you go? No. Okay, me neither. But so. they caught my eye, and that's important. Also, okay. Cameron Bell's really friggin' big. The Toledo left tackle. 
Oh, yeah, he is. I've He's been starting there for a while, hasn't he? Uh, I don't know. I'm not that plugged in to the Toledo left like, tackle I, game. I, I'm just a big Jason Candle fan. Uh, okay, let's talk about Boise State, guys. Because uh, no one else is really that fun. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll start <laughs> offensive tackle. Yeah. Ezra Cleveland. I think this is the guy. I don't know if I'm blinded by it. Watching so many bad linemen the last two weeks. Okay, yeah, that's a good question for me, too. And I think... Because you see him and you're like, is this a first round play? Because I just haven't seen a good offensive lineman. Because he's very... Like, my takeaway... Okay, first of all, 6'5", 309. He's a redshirt junior, so... Check the box. He's checking boxes. Um, He is... My my thing was, when I went in to watch him, a lot of the time the linemen are really terrible in pass protection. Mm -hmm. And, like... Even the bad ones will, like, every so often show a little something in the run game. That's yeah. just kind of how linemen work. Do you, do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. But then with Ezra Cleveland, I throw him on, and he's phenomenal in pass protection. He's very he's solid. The, the re- feeder there, the yeah, balance. The balance really stood out. Really strong base. Yeah. He's never thrown off balance. Um, he, he's always uh, – he, he just – he uses his length and anchor and hands really well. Hands are – exactly, yeah. Um, he can play high at times. That's mm-hmm. kind of my biggest thing with him. He also, uh, he wasn't as dominant in the run game as I was expecting, but he was so much better in the pass game. Moves pretty well. He moves pretty well. Like, all the tools are there. Like, honestly, my first thought when I was watching him was Anthony Costanzo. Like, that level of left tackle, a better pass protector than run blocker. Um, like he's he's solid in the wrong game. He doesn't. No, no, no. I, I I agree. I just think like his maybe it was just because his pass protection is so much better than everybody else I've watched. You're just hoping that he's gonna maul dudes. Okay, fair enough. And, and like I'm not saying he doesn't. Yeah. But I was just very like he's right now one of I, if if you were to ask for a list of draft crushes, he especially lineman wise, he's mm-hmm. very much up there. Okay. How, I very how, much like him. How big's the grade, Rob? Come on. Uh, fourth round. Okay. Okay. I thought you were gonna go bigger. I can. I. Uh, That's a big grade I, for me at this point, though. No, I I put him on and I I see him. I see a route for him being drafted on day two. Yeah, me too. Me too, uh, yeah. me too, uh, me too. And, like, when I say Anthony Costanzo level, t- like, that's a very strong starting left tackle. Costanzo? Yeah, very good. Like, like not a pro bowler, but enough. I think he's got the tools to uh, be, a like, a franchise left tackle, maybe not a pro bowler. I don't know. Yeah. I really liked him. Again, we're watching, we were watching sophomore tape, too, so. Yeah, yeah he's entering his redshirt junior year. He might not even yeah. come out, but he is by far the best offensive tackle from the group of five I that I've seen. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fourth round for me, too. And you want to just keep going along the line? Left uh, with a, yeah, sure. Uh, John Mulkin. Interesting, too. Is your second favorite, or did you like one of them better? I, I liked one of them better. But uh, worth mentioning, uh, Bruce Feldman's Freaks List is always a fun read mm-hmm. um, from The Athletic, and he was on it. What was I didn't what was the his big freakiness? Uh, just the, the power. His power clean was – his power clean and I think his squat were – like phenomenal, especially for a tall guy. I think he's yeah six five three twenty two. I think he's pretty good. Yeah, um, m- m- like people mover in the run game. Mm-hmm. I think strong hands, uh, pass protection questions. I think sloppy feet. Yeah, I think not a great athlete, but very powerful, like a power scheme guard. Yeah, I can see like a like a day three guy. Yeah, no, I uh, I uh, was impressed with him, but. Uh, I still like the guy better than him. Um, do you want to talk? To, uh, we're just going along the line you said. Yeah, uh, Garrett Larson, the center. Yeah. Not super powerful or anything, but I thought he moved well. Good quickness. Got himself to the second level pretty consistently. Uh, better in the run game than pass pro. Uh, just a, a good moving center. Did you give him draftable? No. Me neither. Uh, but, but he's good. Like, the, he's but a like good he's, he was the best center I saw. Uh, yeah. And it wasn't close. Even with last week, yeah. Yeah, 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 and it wasn't close. Um, yeah. But, yeah, good college center. Not a lot of them. I found, like, a lot of them were very small. He mm-hmm. isn't big, but he's bigger than them. Which is it's kind of funny because it feels like we've swung the other way like lately. I know, like, center's typically the smallest guy on the line, but it's felt like in the years we've had, in the past couple of years, we've had really big centers come out. Well, Bradbury wasn't that big. 
No, I know Bradbury was. No, there was but James like, Daniel. Uh, Daniel's pretty big. What, like six three three hundred. So he's taller than that, isn't he? I don't think so. Can't remember. Anyway, and uh, but, Tyler Beatty's not that big. Creed Humphrey's no. big, but Humphrey and uh, thing. Like Posick was weirdly. I feel massive. like you okay. <laughs> six seven. <laughs> I've decided too tall for a center. Jordan was big. Uh, six four. Um, Daniels. I know he's under three hundred though. Anyways, I feel like yeah. we've we've gone a lot of wayward. The center prospects are one way or another. They're either mm-hmm. power center or a zone center, and it's like generally pretty clear. Uh, yeah, for sure. For like sure. last year, I mean, like Bradbury was the one of the best zone centers you're gonna find. Yeah. This year, BD's same thing, and then Humphrey's the other way. Power scheme like a Travis Frederick. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a lot of center talk. Um, okay, the 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 guy I I like second best on the Boise State uh, uh, offensive line, Eric Quavito. How I I I think I liked Walchin more. Uh, well, I, I it's not like a big gap or anything. Oh, okay, like okay, they're cool. my one and two guards. Okay. <laughs> or one and two interior guys that I saw, I should say. Yeah. Um, I just thought I, fa- I found him a little more powerful at the point of attack, you know, more mm-hmm. of a finisher, and I always fall for those guys. Like, yeah. Yeah, a couple times he put people in the dirt and just land on them. Um, I thought he played with a little bit better leverage, and that comes with Mulkin's quite tall. Like, that's yeah, not a knock that sure. he's tall. It's just harder to play with better leverage at that height. I found them to be similar types, though, both better in the run game, both powerful. Both yeah. um, uh, use their hands hands well, but neither a very good athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and so day three guy for you too. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think like I have Coveto. Co- oh, I can't say his name. Coveto. Yeah, no one, no one's talking about him but us. We get to decide how it's pronounced. <laughs> I'm gonna call Eric tomorrow and ask him. Uh, a little later than Walchin, but I think they're both good. This is a very good offensive line. Yeah, I thought so too. And then I tweeted that, and then some Boise State people didn't think so. But hey, they don't think the line's good. No, really. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. I feel like the, I the think offensive overall, line's... this is like this is the best offensive line by f- like, and it's not close. Hey, when they have a freshman, from the teams we've seen. I I agree. I agree. When they have a freshman starting quarterback and uh, that line's protecting them for days, they're gonna they're gonna feel a little different. Yeah, hell yeah. When you um, know where Brett Rip and Bump. Any uh, any other linemen uh, that no. you're particularly interested in? Uh, not really. How about you? you? Yeah, I mentioned Jake Nelson. Um, the Nevada. Yeah. Some stuff there. I like. I just. I don't. I, he wasn't that strong. He's a little bit of a finesse guy, but mm-hmm. I. I uh, but the Browns will take him with the first pick. Yeah, I didn't mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. I didn't mind the Buffalo tackle. I didn't mind. Uh, I can't say his name. That's why I called him the Buffalo tackle. Uh, I didn't oh. mind Luke Jeriga from Western Michigan. Also thought, hey, Deshaun Dixon fits exactly what San Diego State offensive linemen should look like. Just massive, <laughs> massive, yeah, just massive. Uh, <laughs> this week's uh, who was our guy last week? Duff from yeah, Duff. Duff. Yeah, that guy was so. This this week's version of that. Uh, okay, you want to move on to defense? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Not not too many dudes we got to see, but no, but more than last week. Yeah. Um, I there were two interior defensive linemen. I didn't like either of them. No. Okay, let's. I agree with you. Okay, so David Moa hyped, big hype. Not really. Well, like I mean, like three years ago, on... he had hype, yeah, but he's been he... injured for like three years now. Yeah, he's a six-year senior, but like, I mean, like he's been on generic watch lists and. Oh, actually, okay, I didn't know that. He's yeah, not very like, good. No, he's not very good. Undraftable for me. Oh, very much. Like, very, like... Wasn't a fan. Ba- barely, like, a camp guy. Yeah, I, uh... And again, injuries and overage, I, not really. Like, nothing to me. Um, yeah. Then, uh... What's his name? Big Longa? <laughs> Curious Tonga? Tonga, yeah, sorry. Uh, Kyrus Tonga? Kyrus Tonga uh, from BYU. Fits what I thought a BYU defensive lineman might look like. 6'4", 340. It's exactly what I thought he'd look like, yeah. Uh, but he's okay, I guess. I not know. athletic. No. Um, I don't know. He's just kind of just big and clogs a bit of space, but like not at, like he's not making any plays. He adds zero on passing downs. He's not athletic. He's not getting off blocks. No. He, he doesn't have a good motor. N- yeah. yeah he, he moves okay for 340. He gets off quick-ish. Sometimes. He's only a tr- true junior, though. So yeah. He's like seven years younger than David Moa, at least. <laughs> That's true. I'm just also not 
like a nose tackle fan, unless it's Casey Hampton. Uh, unless Ford. you have to be showing something, especially in today's game where you we've got nose tackles now who can. Yeah, you're. Uh, you either have to be Snacks Harrison, and you're just a monster. Uh, versus yeah, the run, a, 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 or yeah, a run Javon Hargrave type nose tackle, where you're really not even a true nose tackle. You're just playing that spot in three man fronts, but you're super athletic and add tons on passing downs. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I guess I shouldn't say I'm not a nose tackle fan because there's been nose tackles the last couple years that that tickle my fancy, but but he not he ain't it. <laughs> not Tonga now. <laughs> yeah, neither draftable. Okay, I like both edge rushers. Okay, cool. I uh, give them both draftable grades. Okay, I th- for some reason I thought we were going to disagree on Weaver. So let's start there. Well, Weaver's a guy with real hype, too. He is. He's redshirt junior. built For a while now. Sorry, Rob. Yeah, yeah. Built real well. 6'3", 266, Boise State. Real thick, Um, yeah. I'm not like a... I've seen him like mocked in first rounds. I'm way far off from that. I don't think he's... Like, I like Weaver. I just... I don't think he's going to be a first round guy. No. Um, Not the best athlete. Like, he moves okay. He's fine. He's not twitchy at all. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, he's a thicker dude, too. At, like I said, 6'3", 266. For 266, he's got a bit of bend, though. Yeah. No, he does. I thought he would have zero. Me, too. I but, no, too. I thought he, he's he's got enough bend. Mm-hmm. Um, things I didn't like, I don't think he's super strong at the point of attack, and that shows in his run defense. He's not a great edge yeah. setter. He'll miss tackles. I also mm-hmm. have some questions about his motor, and he plays too high at times, especially against the run. Yeah, like those things uh, against the run. You're right. Um, leverage sometimes uh, well uses it well in the in the passing game. I, my questions again with that coming against the run. I just yeah. have a lot of questions with him against the run. I think that's fair. But you hope at two sixty six he just. Yeah, I better. know because I I think part of it was because he is like he's um, a more squat build than the Chase Youngs of this world. Yeah, that I thought like maybe he would be a stouter player versus the run, but. Uh, wasn't but the thing he uses his hands phenomenally. Yeah, that's like where he's making his money. There's some big flashes from his hands. He yeah. is a hand fighter who knows how to use them with multiple pass rush moves. Again, he's only a redshirt junior, so you expect another leap with him. Um, he actually, this is a, might be strange. He reminds me of when Derek Barnett was at Tennessee a bit, where he's not this great athlete and he's kind of this squatty edge rusher, but he's just such a master pass rusher using his hand like with his hands he's a, you know who you know who my guy was for i mean as you um i just spoiled it but uh uh sorry barnett was like a first round guy obviously but uh for me duke edge for a little bit oh okay i'm gonna write that down and steal it thanks yeah he reminds me of duke edge who's a big i i love duke edge for i don't think he's got the same heaviness to his hands that duke did but uh that's interesting i similar build too right exactly a similar build i think uh, duke's like six three two seventy ish yeah i think that sounds right close yeah, that's very close and i i had a big crush on duke edge before i think he's gonna be a good player uh all they done i give him a fourth fifth round grade man i can see him really if he makes a, a leap especially against the run mm. like he could be like i wouldn't be surprised to see him being a day two guy like yeah like a Mid third guy, like I don't think he's gonna test awful, but I don't think he's gonna test great. So it's gonna yeah. just become him developing as a run defender. Because That's why, I like, for hands, and you mentioned like he's yeah. got more bend than you expect already. That's why I'm like the fourth or fifth. I, I right now, I guess I'd feel okay, like fairly comfortable mm-hmm. taking him there. But uh, yeah, uh, you can make a leap for sure. Like you said, uh, just redshirt junior. Okay, the other guy, Utah, yeah. Utah State, Tipa Galia. Yeah, is that how you so. would say it? Yeah, or Galea. I don't know. We'll just call Tipa. Tipa. Is that how you say that though? I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, I went into him not really knowing who he was. Me neither. I came out big fan. He's a TCU transfer, by the way. TCU just uh, producing those edge talent, man. So uh, at Utah State, he's six four two thirty. So needs to add weight to be on the edge. Yeah, but he's playing a bit of a hybrid role. There's some tools for sure. He's quite athletic. I love his bend. He can get big time washed against the run. Yeah, <laughs> I and I mean that comes with how like he's sick. Like I said, six four two thirty taking yeah. on offensive tackles. It's and he, he, he's not can, sitting the edge consistently at all. Yeah, it's a lean two thirty. Yeah, I don't think he he might be less. 
Um, um, the get off is really quick. Like, you, like you explosive can win yeah. with speed. Needs to be better with his hands, but the speed and bend are getting him uh, uh, creating pressure with it for him. Um, yes, consistently too. I don't think he's six four. Uh, probably not. Uh, but he he's decent motor. I don't know. He's I don't know where you're like what you're doing with him. Like situational pass rusher. Mm. But I I was really just. I okay, I'm in on him a bit. Yeah, he's interesting. Um, like like you said, just really raw. It's it's all athleticism how he's winning mm-hmm. to me. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. He's like the opposite of Weaver. Weaver's winning yeah. with nuance and understanding how, uh, like a pass rush repertoire using his hands, like club swim, club rip. Like he's got combo moves. Where Gilly is like it's just pure speed on the edge, winning with bend and explosiveness. Mm-hmm. But like, he's interesting though. It's, it's always nice when you go in not really knowing a guy and then come out with a draftable grade. It just feels good because you watch so many guys you don't know a ton about and they suck. Yeah. <laughs> no, no offense. But, like, Ingolia put up big numbers last year, too. He had 10 sacks. That's pretty good. What'd you, what gra- uh, what grade did you go in? Seventh. Okay, me too. <laughs> I you were but I mean, I mean, again, like, I know it sounds like we're overhyping these guys a bit, but, like... It's funny, though. Like, it... No, like it, it, saying someone's draftable at this point is is a big deal. Yeah, when it, a lot of them, it, especially from when they're the, it's from, from the group of five, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Um, okay, linebackers. Interesting. I'm gonna interesting. say this. I enjoyed watching all four of them. Yeah, they're interesting. Do you want to? Where do you want to start? I'm, uh, let's start. I'm gonna start with my lowest rated one. Okay. Michael Walker from Fresno State. His grade okay. is hurt because he's six two two twenty seven. He's playing edge rusher, but he should be playing linebacker for sure. He should be playing linebacker. It looks like he's going to be starting as middle linebacker for Fresno State this year, which is a good which, thing. A good um, thing, yeah. Because he doesn't know how to rush the passer, nor should he, because he really is just looks like a linebacker who's just kind of being played at edge just to get him on the field. Yeah, like, no, he doesn't know how to rush, rush the passer. See, like, I, I, there's something interesting to me about Michael Walker. Definitely, but not as an edge. Yeah, he's athletic. I I think he tackles well. Um, but it's hard to like grade a guy who's playing seventy five percent of his snaps just straight up edge rushing when he shouldn't the, be. Yeah, the interesting like uh, you he see has no some pass of the rush moves. no, he's not a pass rusher, but like you see some of, like he had a pick six against Toledo, <laughs> where it's like this guy should be playing linebacker. Yeah, I know. But uh, coming off the edge. You see some of the stuff like that will translate to the linebacker spot, yeah. like in the run game. Athleticism, aggressiveness. Yeah, he like he he had one play where he knifed through a couple blocks yeah. and made a TFL, and that's like, interesting. He did that. I honestly times. think he was just playing there because they're like, this guy's one of our eleven best defensive mm. players. Yeah, let's play him somewhere. Yeah. See, like I I think he looks like a good athlete, but then there was one play towards the end of the game, and like you said, he's always at edge, so we don't get to see him at uh, at linebacker very much. He's lined up at overhang once or twice, too, yeah. which was weird. Uh, and then he looked a little lost in space on a pass play, which concerned me. I was ready to give him, like, like give him a little more, and then it uh, concerned me a little bit. Yeah, with him, we literally just have to wait and watch and see how he plays as a true linebacker this year. Yeah, I think there's something there. I think he's a smart player. He seems very aware, too. Yeah. And UDFA, but... Uh, yeah. I'm interested. All right. Uh, one of my favorite UDFAs, Antonio Jones-Davis, linebacker love, from Northern Illinois. You love this stuff. I legitimately think he can be a CFL All-Star. Okay, because he's 5'11", 226. <laughs> he's aggressive as all hell. Yeah. He's a really clean tackler. He yeah. struggles with lateral movement. Yeah. He's got he's, speed and coverage stiff. questions. Yeah. But he, he'll hit you in the mouth. He also looks very thick. I know, like, 5'11", 226 doesn't sound that thick, but he looks thick. He, he looks very squat, yeah. Like, I, I bet he's, like, 5'9", 230. Yeah, I know. Which is I awesome. love him. Uh, like, he, at minimum, is a special teams terror in the CFL. <laughs> Some poor angles, too. Like you said, stiff alley. Uh, UDFA. Uh, yeah. No, I don't, but, but CFL All-Star. He's fun. Look, but he wears he, 48. That's what... He, you don't like that or do like that? I don't like it. I like it in the Mac. That's very Mac of him. True. That's fair. I, lo- I I don't know. He's just one of those guys where it's like, I know he's not going to be in the NFL, but goodness, I enjoy watching you. <laughs> okay. Uh, by the way, were those your two of the four lowest rated? 
Uh, where, no, where are I, you on Zane Anderson? Uh, I like Zane Anderson. Oh, okay, David Woodward's the best defensive player in this conference in this thing. Okay, let's talk about this. I was I, I heard good things about Woodward, and I was disappointed. Really? Yeah. Um, six I, foot two thirty five, but he doesn't look that heavy to me. He's a. I don't think he's a good at that good of an athlete, but he's a really good tackler. Decent instincts. Yeah. Uh, good motor. Gets off blocks. Aggressive. Moves well. Going to be a good run defending linebacker. Like, I don't have, a like, a massive grade on him, but, like, I do have a fifth-round grade on him. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm UDFA. Um, I've seen okay, him be, like, second-round grades. I know. No, I know. I've seen big I thought I was low from, on him. No. I Like I said, I was disappointed, but maybe I just got to go back and do it with fresh eyes because this was, like, the end of, like, a fucking marathon table-watching sessions. I think, like, he – I don't know. Not over-athletic, but he moves pretty well. He seemed not very strong. He got overpowered by the line a lot to me. Just playing Boise State. That's not that's the greatest true. line in the league. That is true. I did watch the Boise State. Game. He cooked San Jose State though. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a guy I got to go back and do more. I just he was disappointing to me. Okay, interesting. I was, I was hoping for the next Bobby Wagner, but <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, we both like Zane Anderson. It sounds like. <laughs> he's wonky, man. He's well, fun. I like he's, him. He's six two two oh five. He's not really a linebacker because he's only playing overhand. It's so and like like covering actual. He's slot a safety. He's thing. a safety, and I don't know why anyone calls him a linebacker because he's never playing a true linebacker role. He's basically always overhang. I yeah. know. Remember Fred Warner at BYU was doing that a ton. Yeah. But Fred Warner was much closer to looking like a linebacker than Zane Anderson. Zane yeah. Anderson's a strong safety playing overhang. Uh, and he does a good job of it. He's a really good tackler. He is very solid. I, I think he's strong for 205, too. Yeah. Um, he doesn't get bullied at all. I, I thought, like, when he, you know, uh, putting his nose in, I thought he might get tossed around a bit at that size. But, no, he's, he's physical. Yeah. I Like, I evaluated him as a linebacker, but he, like, he's going to be evaluated as a safety. Oh. I, I would say. Yeah, I, I think it's so, like too. Dime, like, dime linebacker role in the NFL would be interesting for him. Like, it's funny. Daniel Sorensen is plays this dime linebacker. He's a strong safety for the Chiefs, right? He went to BYU. He's the same guy as him. I was about to bring this up because I looked at his BYU page, and literally, like you know, like it gives facts about the player and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Literally, so <laughs> where is it? I'm going back to the thing. It, there's a line that says, "Yeah, okay." So, like, often the high school stats, you know, all-state second yeah, team, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. And right in between that, has size and speed to play a number of positions and has been compared to former BYU safety Daniel Sorensen. That's, I'm glad I, I'm glad that's the comp I have and that that says that because that's what he's doing. By the way, apparently a state track star. That's interesting. Four by 100 champ, 100 meter uh, champ. Definitely a guy to keep your eye on. He's interesting to me, man. He's, uh, like... I don't know what BYU's got going for them this year, but he's the guy I'd be watching. If I, watching I gave a seventh, seventh round grade on him. Me too. He also has the tools to be a special teams whiz. Yeah, that's that's for like sure. He hit, checks the boxes you'd expect with that, um, and good good in coverage too. Like he breaks up passes and stuff. Yeah, especially if you're calling him a linebacker. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, another just uh, another happy surprise. Mm-hmm. He was fun. Yeah, he, he he's one of my favorite players, probably uh, that I watched all this. time. Yeah, all time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, him and Matt Bushman, BYU baby. Uh, Bushman's okay. interesting. Yeah, <laughs> corner one corner. Do Fre- you like him? Fresno State's John Bryant. He's long. Yeah, he's not physical. He's an he's, okay tackler. I think he's a bad tackler. Yeah, but I do think he plays. Uh, Plays well off. He's got good ball skills, pretty smooth hips, decent footwork. I think there's something there with him. Um, mm. I'm not super high on him or anything. Yeah. But I do think he's uh, a potentially draftable corner. I gave him a UDFA. I uh, I don't know. He seems okay. I, I want to see more of him. Yeah, I know. But uh, also, he was the one that gave up the the touchdown through his hands in the in the Mountain West Championship I mean, game. I I know he did that, but like that's not something. He was in. The, he should have made the play, but like that's not going to be the play that defines me. I, I don't know, man. You you said he has good ball skills. Didn't look like shut up. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, not a huge. Like he's a, borderline. 
UDFA, I guess. By the way, I'm going to call Zane Anderson a safety just because I'm going to be writing a article doing the all-group-of-four NFL draft team, and <laughs> I need someone to play put as a safety, so I'm just Okay, gonna... I mean, he's much more of a safety than a linebacker. Yeah, but... so that feels fair, right? You can now, do both. I maybe guess. that leaves some spot, some space for Antonio Jones Davis to make the team. <laughs> oh no! Five hundred yeah, words on Antonio Jones Davis. Yeah, I wasn't too impressed, Brian. Um, okay, you want to talk safeties? Sure. Uh, were you sad that Kakoa Noahin, the Boise State safety, isn't the player you once thought he could be? Yeah. Okay. So backstory on him. I uh, realized I like. I realized last night, because I think it's last night when I texted you watch him, right? Mm-hmm. Because I realized, like, just like a year ago, you were hyping him up, and I forgot he existed. Because who were we watching? I don't know, man. It, well, was it a player on the Boise State defense, or was it just I, a guy against the Boise State defense? I'm not, I'm not sure. But whenever, whenever Boise State defense tape was being watched at, at any point... He was just blowing dudes up. <laughs> I was like, he's interesting. And I saw the size, length, and moved pretty well. Uh, yeah, not not very good, though. First round grade for me, Rob? Uh, what are you saying? He, he could play special teams. He could. I want to see more. I also, see more one, one thing I did think was interesting with him, they haven't played a lot of different safety-type roles. That's true. That is true. Like he'll, he'll be playing overhang. He'll play single high. Yep. He's like moving all over the place. He's actually hard to find. He is hard to find. I know. Oh, weird off topic. What do you think of those all, all orange Boise State uniforms last year? Um, more orange the better. You know, I was honestly, I usually hate monochromatic uniforms, and I'm not a huge orange fan. It looked pretty good. I, I I'm in on Boise State. Just not watching tape on their field. It hurts my eyes. I know. I know what team I'm. I'm tired of seeing Colorado State. I'm not gonna lie. I've seen. I saw way too much Colorado State. This that, was it? Was it? What year was it when it was Boise State, Colorado State, and it starts snowing? Oh, the and snow. Half time, the snow is insane. I watched that game like a million times, like two years ago, maybe. Yeah, it was two years ago. That might have been like my most watched non-power five game of all time. Oh, it was the Wyoming. It was Wyoming. Josh Allen. Oh yeah, Wyoming, Col- Colorado State, or Wyoming, mm-hmm. Boise State. Colorado, I think. Yeah. I- I think so too. Yeah, so many times I watched that game. I got to see Josh Allen this week on uh, David Moa tape. It was such a pleasant surprise. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh, one more safety, Javon Hagen from Ohio. Yeah, yeah. I like his size. It's aggressive. Yeah. Couldn't play. Some couldn't play in coverage ever, but it's really stiff. <laughs> anyway, uh, quickly, <laughs> we're almost done. Yeah, we're almost on to the power six. Uh, best offensive prospect you saw. Oh, I forgot we do this. Uh, Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Yeah, I feel, like we mentioned, we both can see him being a first-round quarterback. Uh, yeah. I thought I'd have more questions with him, and I actually don't. I also think he is one of the safest of the QBs I've seen. Mm. Like, I, 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 think it's, I think I have a crush on him, Rob. Yeah, good. Are you in love with him? Sorry? You can have him. I'll have Josh Love. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I don't think that was like a particular hard question. We both know sure enough. The the best defensive prospect though. That's an interesting one. Uh, Weaver was mine. Okay. Mine's David Woodward. I I gotta watch him with fresh eyes. I think I'm gonna say yeah. the four best I saw were Tipa, Curtis Weaver, David Woodyard, Dane Anderson. That's on order. Did you hit me with a Woodward uh, comp? I didn't. I don't. I didn't have one. I also watched him a while ago. I should mm. I should mention that I watched him like a couple weeks ago because there was a lot of hype. I know I've I've seen lots of people like him. I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna say BBK. Oh, or something. that'd be good. I feel like you can't comp a guy who's never played in the league, but thanks. <laughs> um, uh, next question. I double Utah stated it though. So sorry. I both my best offense and defense both Utah State. Yeah, true. Okay, let's pick some conference champions. Uh, how do you have the Mountain West playing out? Okay, so that uh, I forgot the name of the divisions. <laughs> it's the, the Boise State Utah State game is going to be massive. I think that's going to decide the champ again. I, I do as well. It sucks that they can't play in the Mountain West Championship. But. I know. Um, I'm taking Utah State. As am I. Ooh, yeah, I thought you were going to go Boise State. I, I, I switched. Better... I switched it. I was going to have it. Bo- I had it Boise State, and I was like, you know what? I don't know who Boise State's QB is. I exactly. don't know who the running back is. I know I like Jordan Love. I know there's a coaching change there, mm. but 
I trust Gary Anderson. He's also been with Utah State successfully yeah, before. Ex- exactly. Yeah. I between Woodward and Tipa, like I like that de- that defense is interesting. Yeah. Uh, they also have DJ Thompson at corner, who's a guy I haven't watched the tape on, but I've seen I've seen him make plays. I think Boise State might be better top to bottom, but like you said, the quarterback is a big question mark, and I think it's Jordan Love's special season. Yeah. Um, and I, I got them beating Fresno State in the championship game. I've been beating Hawaii. Oh, I love it. I'd love to see it. I'm in on Hawaii. Fresno State just always seems like they kind of own that. I feel like the, the classic pick would have been Boise State, Fresno State, but I want I want that Utah State-Hawaii. I do, too. I hope it happens. Um, and then in the MAC. The MAC's more interesting. It's kind of wide open. Yeah, I think it is too. I have it going once, like uh, a classic way. But who do you have? I got Ohio because you know I had to have Ohio. I have Ohio too. It's hard not to pick um, Ohio, both because you know Nathan Rourke's gonna put up numbers. Yeah. Like whether I think he's good or not, but Frank Solich is one of the most underrated college football coach of the century. Frank Solich is a really good coach. What he's, he's just done at Ohio podcasts. is ridiculous, and the consistency. They win eight games no matter what. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I got them beating uh, Toledo. Oh, what's I'm that, not sure. What's that, that Toledo that's got you so interested? Jason Candle, baby. So, I mean, that's that's fair. Um, <laughs> I, I went with Western Michigan. I, that the West is wide open. It, it is very much, and, and I switched it. Um, Twice, I saw like I saw people liking Western Michigan. I'm like, uh, I, don't, I don't like the Wasink baby. I, 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 I Bellamy's going for three thousand. Bellamy's going to get a lot of usage this year, I think. I know you don't like Wasink, but it's not like I like anybody else. Yeah, that's no, I know. I, I think. Um, hey, like, hey Western Michigan surprise year. I mean, I say, I do think Ohio is the clear should be the clear favorite in the East. I think so too. It's kind of a down year for the MAC. The West is very open. I I would say Western Michigan, Toledo, and Eastern Michigan. That's I, I watch over Eastern Michigan. I like. The, I think my glass. Uh, I think he's a very interesting guy. I think he may be the second best quarterback in the division, the conference. I think you're correct. Toledo is the best, the most well coached team in the West. Like you said, Jason Hill. So that's a good reason. Eastern Michigan's got the best QB. And then Western Michigan, to me, they I think Bellamy's the best playmaker. That's fair. And then just Ohio's Ohio, best coach, and Rourke's going to put up numbers. So. Northern Illinois is still sneaking somewhere. Yeah, Northern Illinois is going to win seven games. So Yeah, no. I know. Like, they're, they're always boring, like the last couple years at least, and they, but they will get there. Anyways. A lot of Mac talk. Finally, to end the show, uh, no beer of the week because it's division previews, conference previews. Uh, division previews on our other podcast first on the starters. <laughs> um, but first, yeah, go to armchairallamericans.com. Go listen to all kinds of podcasts. Go uh, enjoy stuff there. Or go to profootballnetwork.com and you can read my AFC South articles. Uh, but AJ, who is this week's City of the Week? I, I thought it was your turn. Uh, I told you before the show it's not, so I don't know why you still think that. You picked it, You picked one. Who'd you pick? Well, I picked Honolulu, Hawaii. It's a pretty good choice. I'll pick a Mac team. Yeah, uh, Ypsilanti, baby. It's a weird town. I don't know much about it, and it's got a funny name. And it's basically in Ann Arbor, so I'm going to choose it. Hell yeah! 